Well, hello, everybody. As I'm sure everyone knows, you've heard the big news. Adam Schefter tweeting it out. Reese just ordered a deep dish pizza from Rosati's. Yes, sir. Uh, big news for the day. No. Yep. Uh, yeah, that, that'll be the funny part of the podcast. The rest is going to be us depressed. No, I'm just playing. Uh, Khalil <laughs> Mack was officially traded to the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, a move that I think we speculated on a little bit. Um, and before we actually get into the move, uh, I, I want to let it kind of be known, like our opinion that, uh, on the Khalil Mack situation before any of this unfolded. I think we were in kind of a similar thing, uh, similar mindset, Reese, where it was like, yeah, trading him would definitely help restart a rebuild, but we shouldn't be in a rush to trade Khalil Mack. I think it is what our general opinion was. Um, and today that... You know, that came true. Khalil Mack was traded uh, and the Bears get back a second round pick this year. It was speculated at first to be a 2023. It is a 2022. So a second round pick this year, uh, which is, uh, you know, 49. It's high 40s. I know that's what that pick is. So not not a terrible one. I mean, the Chargers were a one and done team this past year. Um, So it's not sure. Didn't even make it. Oh, you're right. Uh, gosh, I keep forgetting that. Th- that Chargers team, I thought, was always a lot better than than that. So they didn't yeah. even make the playoffs, which is kind of crazy. Um, may, and, you know, then they, uh, you know, it, we get a six-round pick in 2023. Uh, maybe we'll get some additional trade compensation packed on there. Who knows at this point? Um, but it seems to be pretty set in stone. The Bears alleviate about $7 million in cap space this year and nearly $30 million in 2023, bringing our 2023 cap space number to $121 million in cap space. Reese, what were your first reactions when you saw this news break? Yeah, my first reaction is I don't really mind it. Yeah, I, I didn't think the Bears needed to be in a rush to move Cleo Mack, but um, I think it was a bit of a calculated move. I, I, you know, there's a chance that Cleo Mack plays on the Bears next year, stays healthy, and has his second best year um, with the Bears. That's definitely possible. Uh, but at the same time, there was a little bit, I think, of uncertainty with the injury status that he picked up late in the year for not really playing out the rest of the season. Um, and yeah, they decided to go ahead and pull the trigger. I think that the compensation is never going to be what you want. Um, especially for Cleo Mack, the second and the sixth is nothing crazy. That six round pick, you know, it could turn into something good, but it's basically very low in value. You basically traded Cleo Mack, um, mostly for that second round pick. And I think overall, I think it sets a pretty clear vision, um, for this Bears team. I think that, you know, obviously they're breaking things down a little bit. And I think that, um, at least the point that it raises in my mind is we might be shifting more of that money towards the offensive side of the ball. Um, now that we do have Eberflus, who was more of a defensive minded head coach and they needed to, to break things down on the defense a little bit, change things around. And the one question that brings up is, you know, you you get rid of a Cleo Mack, you know, you figure that, you know, Robert Quinn doesn't really have a place on this roster anymore either. Um, at That's least the question. if the vision lines up, which I, I think it probably will. But we'll see. Yeah. And I don't even necessarily know if this for sure insinuates that Robert Quinn will be leaving as well. I, I think it would be a potentially a good move. But um, I, I, I think a part of this whole Khalil Mack trade was just the health concerns. I mean, the past three years, he's been a shade of himself. He dealt with injuries a lot. Uh, And when he was healthy this year, he was pretty productive. I mean, he averaged about a sack a game. Um, But the real question is, is like he's getting older. 
what's the likelihood that he's going to get better with his injuries? You know, like his injuries yeah. are, are going to improve. And it's it's kind of unfortunate that, you know, Khalil Mack was mostly healthy throughout his time with the Raiders and then comes to the Bears and, and that happens. And I think um, what's really difficult to swallow about this move is it really is kind of the ending of an era. You know, Khalil Mack really was that player that defined the Bears over the past three seasons that he was with us. And it's difficult to move on past that. but And I think that this is when it, we get into Ryan Poles um, and kind of his strategy here. But I think Ryan Poles took an unbiased look at this and uh, not a fan's view on it and said, listen, this is a 31-year-old pass rusher. Um, it looks like because of injury issues, a lot of his prime years might be in the past. Um, sure, you might get a couple extra good years out of him, but really is that going to be uh, what the Bears need right now. And uh, I think the, the question, without even getting into the draft compensation, is no. Yeah, and, and I, I know you know exactly what you mean. And I, I think with, with Ryan Poles, you know, I figure that, you know, him and the rest of the front office, the team that he's built around him, you know, at least if I were him, I would, as soon as I got control of this team, I would just go down that roster and be like, you know, as far this is what our vision is, and then put a check mark next to everyone that <laughs> that kind of fits the vision, and then you know, kind of look at everyone else, and you know, at that point, then go over the cap numbers, and you know, I, I think that's ultimately what we're seeing a little bit. We saw some of the smaller moves earlier on, like the re-signing of like Mustafer and and Horstead, and I think that was kind of a little bit of just like, hey, who do you who do we know we can already get you know some use out of on this team. Um, and hopefully, you know, Mustafer is, is a depth piece. <laughs> but I think that, you know, for Cleo Mack, yeah, like you said, he did not have the fans, you know, kind of biased to it. You know, obviously, um, when you have an elite player like that on the team, you know, he he draws your favoritism to him. You want him to be the best. And, you know, you usually try to promote him to be that best. And, you know, ultimately, I think that it's a a Bears era with Cleo Mack that was full of talent, full of a lot of bright spots, but just unfortunate in its ending that could never really quite mount up to, uh, you know, some large success. But I think you have to know when to pull the plug, and I think that's kind of what Ryan Poles just did. Yeah, I agree. I do wonder if this will issue in other moves, though. Like, I, I don't think that Ryan Poles views this as a full rebuild. Um, which I think a lot of people are insinuating. I don't necessarily believe trading Khalil Mack by any means insinuates that this is a full rebuild. And I, it's not like I think we're going to be going, you know, line by line and cutting whoever we can, obviously. Yeah. Otherwise, a lot of that would have happened already. I mean, free agency is about to happen. I more so see him say, hey, you know, we can get some more draft picks here, get talent. You know, we can 2022 second round pick. There's a lot of, there's a, a decent amount of good edge rushers in this class. Uh, maybe pick up a guy there. Um, but more so like also giving yourself more flexibility in the draft. And, um, you know, this is going, this next era is going to be defined by, you know, Justin Fields, Roquan Smith. Um, and then this new yeah. regime, uh, Khalil Mack and, is not part of those plans. And a couple of big things that you just said there, I think that one, it gives the bears a lot of positioning in this current draft, right? Um, they have two second round picks. If they really feel compelled, you figure they can package those two second rounds to get, you know, a, a late first, you know, yeah, possibly sure. if, if the deal is right. So if they really, really want someone, they give themselves a chance to go out and pull a trigger. But also, too, they could sit back. They could keep both those picks, get two quality players. We know this is a deep draft. So it gives them a little bit of positioning in that, right? 
And then also, too, in coming years, you know, we talked about, you know, clearing up the cap in 2023. You know, you figure someone named Rokon Smith is probably going to want a contract. Yeah. Um, he's probably going to be demanding a decent amount of money. He saw Darius Leonard go ahead and pick up, what, that $99 million deal this past, you know, last mm-hmm. year's offseason. So, you know, they're going to have to f- clear up some room, and I think a lot of Bears fans want him to at least stick around. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that it kind of knocks out like two – two punches there and we'll see how it plays out. I mean, this is, we, I, I think Austin, we really hit on our last couple of podcasts. This off season is kind of monumental for setting the tone and, and, you know, maybe it's not a full rebuild, but there's certainly a decent amount of retooling restructuring that needs to happen. And uh, yeah, this, this off season is laying the foundation for that. And I think this move also kind of gives us a jump start into Ryan Poles as a GM. I Definitely. think he is going to, I mean, clearly he's going to be an aggressive GM. I mean, you if you're not aggressive GM, you don't get to a team and, and trade their best player uh, immediately. Yeah. Um, but so what, yeah. we'll have to see. I mean, that's, that's the key to all this is like, I, I've always harped on this is like, yeah, draft capital is good, but draft capital is only good if you get good players with that draft yeah. capital. So that's where, you know, he's putting more pressure on himself. He has to go out there get a good guy and he needs to pick up some quality free agents and this move. And we, we talked about this a little bit before coming on the pod. Uh, there's 121 million in cap space next year, right? Sure. Roquan Smith is up, but there's not a whole bunch of other guys that are coming up needing contracts. I mean, I'm trying to, yeah. David not, Montgomery. Right? Dave, if we keep him, but he's a um, running back. So yeah, that doesn't really demand back. huge money. So, so even the, if you do keep, yeah. And then that means that really, I would say the question is like, okay, we're going to clearly be using a lot of this cap space in free agency. How much are we going to be using it in this free agency? Because it wouldn't surprise me if the Bears use some of this future cap money in this free agency in the way that they kind of backload deals. Because sure, our cap number isn't even isn't massive. We can make it a little bit bigger. I think we rank like, well, now we probably rank like 10th or 9th in cap space. Uh, but we could really like, if we want to go sign a Toronto Armstead, we can easily do that now. Like we can, we can go out there and make that big splash move. We can go out there and get Amari Cooper too. Um, there's plenty of room to do that and it's still filling the rest of the hole. So I'm interested to see this move in reference to the entire off season, you know, like yeah. seeing, seeing how everything plays out. I, I think we, as bears fans, at least for me, I mean, I'm like, <laughs> and maybe this is a reaction very, cause I know you brought up the word depressed at the beginning. I did. I'm damn near excited. <laughs> yeah. You know, like this has got my blood pumping for this off season. You know, I'm like, all right, like, What's going to come, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they'll land a, a big name free agent. Maybe they won't, um, but at least has me more pumped up for the draft. Now there's more to talk about, at least for me, strategically, this kind of just blows the door wide open. Right. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't blow the door wide open in, in 2022 cap space. I don't want anyone to get that impression. Um, mm-hmm. It really only frees up about like six or seven million. This yeah, they could have done other things. It has nothing to do with this year. Yeah, but um, it's 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 nuts, man. I mean, this is a huge move, and he, you know, he, he like you said, he decided to make a bold move. You know, right off, right out of the yeah. gate, um, you come to a team, you trade their best player, and you know, it's not like it's a quarterback in their prime, so it's it's kind of tough. But you know, the blood's kind of in the water for this 2022 um, offseason in general in the NFL. We've seen some just massive moves in the name with the with the Russell Wilson, the the Aaron Rodgers deal. 
Um, so many things, even I mean, if you want to throw Carson Wentz in there, fine, go ahead. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that even too for the NFL offseason, you know, I, I think it just kind of, you know, free agency is coming around. But I, I think we could still see very many moves, um, you know, from other teams. You know, does, does a Kirk Cousins get traded? It's not necessarily a massive move, but it, this this offseason is fun already. I, I think so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, it, it's kind of interesting. I, I'm more so interested in theorizing at this point because I'm not going to lie. I am a little bit upset just because I like Khalil Mack and I like to watching him play and he is one of my favorite players of all time. Um, so that, yes, it's sad, but it's one of those moves where I feel like you understand it, you understand the reasoning behind it and uh, you kind of move on. Now, the question is, is like, what are they going to do with this pick? Because realistically do you think they trade up i'm leaning i don't on they, think so yeah i'm leaning on i don't really want them don't. to yeah. i don't really want them to personally the, um, this draft is pretty pretty like thick in the in in the second round like it has some yeah. good second round players especially at the top of the second round um I, it wouldn't even surprise me if we use one of these picks uh in the second round maybe the Chargers pick and trade down to another second round pick and get more draft capital on the back end there um, kind of just expanding that beyond uh, getting more players on the roster. And, you know, we, I mean, we said the, the goal of this offseason is to get younger, more athletic, you know, faster, yeah. um, and and get this roster back to a big place where in the future, you know, we can uh, once again, you know, be in the Chargers position where we could trade for a, you know, Khalil Mack-esque player uh, moving forward. Yeah. And, like, I even think, too, if we really do want to theorize and just, like, speculate fully, I, I think that if there's any way that they do trade um, trade up into the first, I don't think it would be to get a skill position player. Yeah. Uh, I think then we're looking at some of the guards, tackles, or even a Tyler Linderbaum if he's hanging around and they feel like he's vulnerable mm-hmm. at a time, and they might go up and pull the trigger. I, I really don't think that they're going to go up, and I could be proven wrong. I mean, <laughs> I definitely could be, but I don't think that's what some people speculate. It's like, oh, you know, Crystal Lobby's going to go in the first, and, you know, the Bears are going to trade up for him. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't even know if he's going to go in the first either. I, he could easily slip out. It's a thick wide could. receiver class as well. Yeah. It's all about, I think the draft sometimes surprises us with kind of the order. I think there's a, there's kind of an impression that we get from the draft analyst as to what the order is as far as position rankings go, but the way other teams view it is not always the same. So um, is uh, DK Metcalf who, who fell out of the fir- first round, notably after being projected to go like top 10, yep. went, like mid second round pick, late second round pick, yeah. um, kind of insane, but yeah, I mean, who knows? And, you know, it's it's interesting. I think it was a day that maybe more people would have been, well, I don't know, a contingent of Bears fans where they may have been more expecting a trade for DK Metcalf than a, <laughs> than a trading away Khalil Mack. I know yeah. I saw quite a few rumors about that. but <laughs> For sure. And if you want to package one of these picks, go do that. Go do that, man. I, I'd be all for it. But um, I don't know, man. Any other thoughts on, on this move? I, I do think it's interesting. I do find it to be an interesting move for the Chargers even because I am i can't tell you that I know too much about the Chargers cap space, but taking on that $30 million hit, I feel like in, in for the next, you know, it's, two years, especially when, I mean, once Herbert's rookie deal up, they're going to have to shell out a new contract ex- for him soon. That's exactly why they made it though. They're just trying, just to, trying to win. On is, it. They're, they're trying to win. I think they feel like, you know, Herbert's been so good year one, year two. Um, they're not expecting too much to change there. They're going for it. They're yeah. gearing up. I think they see the division's getting stronger, but they feel like it's still one of their best chances. So 
I think they're just full send on this one. Kind of funny that a day after Russell Wilson gets traded to their division, they're like, damn, we need another pass rusher. <laughs> right. Know? Funny. But yeah. yeah. Any other thoughts? No, no, not overall. Crazy day. You know, bear down as always, and I'm I'm really curious to see what what other Bears fans think about this. We'll have to see uh, if there's any other moves coming up later in the day or over the weekend uh, <laughs> before free agency starts. But other than that, guys, thank you so much, and uh, bear down. Bear down.